You wanted to set the record straight. Winners are not allowed to allow losers to rewrite history. I don't say any of these things if my name is not breached by these people on your platform. They, if you give the, a liar a platform to lie, then I, I'm not being messy by saying, hold on, that never happened. It's untrue. And there are hundreds of witnesses for each thing I'm saying. So let me ask you this. Great Cat Williams. Give it up for Cat Williams, guys. Oh, yeah. For so we are here. Here, here, we are here for another episode of the greatest podcast on earth, heard by the tens and tens and tens across the country. <laughs> and I appreciate the tens and tens for the record. For the record, your boy Shem really loves you. We're back. Meet the innovators on Substack. B100, you know what's going on. And man, it's been an uproar like since the last time I talked to you guys. And, um, you know, I, I didn't myself want to um, deal too much in this space. You know, we spent the last couple of episodes really, you know, talking about the independent grind, talking about, you know, getting ourselves in a position to uh really you know make ourselves successful you know i talked about my migration i talked about me coming up this way to shout out to the great state of ohio connecting with family you know doing the mental and emotional work you know second episode you guys go stream that right now available on all podcasts you know wherever you stream your podcast that's where you can find meet the innovators now the first episode, uh, you know, was put on Substack. Substack gave us the platform. And, you know, we worked through Substack to make sure that it's available everywhere else. So my our subscribers get it first, obviously. Shouts to our subscribers on Substack. Give, give, give you guys. That's right. That's right. Our subscribers keep this thing going, right? You guys are the real boss here. So we make sure we guys get fed first and then it pops up on the other location. So you can stream that everywhere. Um, so we spent the last episode uh, really, you know, going through some music because um, the first episode we were getting a little technical difficulties on the musical front of things. And, you know, we want to make sure we gave them the proper presentation. Right. <laughs> this is the only way to do it. Right. You know, you spend this much time in your particular work. You want to make sure that it's well represented. And I get that. And guess what? I didn't have to get no emails for people to tell me that. Right. But, you know, uh, we, 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 we online, you know, people who have, you know, social media, you've seen the legendary Cat Williams, um, you know, clipped up all which away, you know, four minute clips here, two minute clips there, 30 second clips here, sound bite here and sound bite there. You know, it, it it caused people to to look back and 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 think like, well, why 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 I didn't know that? Why didn't why was that? Why was I fooled so much? And this, that, and the third. Um, and it seemed like it caused the media world to go in an uproar. Um, and you know, I, I kind of held back really because it was like, you know, I wanted to see really where everybody was coming from, and you know, if things were like valid, you know what I'm saying? And you know, I I um. You know, I, I, I guess I can say, yeah, I'm sorry. There was a lot of fitter fodder, <laughs> a lot of fitter fodder, like, you know, you know, comedians were going online in response and, you know, throwing insults back. Uh, you know, we, we, we just. It just was ugly, right? And and the first thing I want to deal with is, you know, he says something, um, you know, that is really enlightening that I want to really touch on. I don't want to misquote him, and so, so I've 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 done the work to ensure I got 
the actual quotes because I heard a lot of people giving their um their opinion on the things he said, but really weren't quoting him right, right? And you know, I, I saw other creatives and podcasters kind of reprimand, you know, Shannon Sharp, Club Shay Shay's host, for not controlling Cat uh, uh, <laughs> Williams, like, like Kevin, like you know, he was supposed to stop him every time he talked about Kevin Hart, or stop him every time he talked about Steve Harvey, or whatever the case may be. I, in in any in any event, right? He gave him the floor to speak, and spoke. He spoke. So, but I want to I want to 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 get to another quote that he had. We're gonna deal with these last two things. You guys bear with me. We're right here on Meet the Innovators Radio, the podcast on Substack and streaming everywhere. Ace is not where the line is drawn. It's God's side and the other side. And we don't care nothing about the other side, period, period. All of these uh, big dick deviants is all catching hell in 2024. It's up for all of them. It don't matter if you. Whoa. Now that was that was explosive. <laughs> Pause on the big, deep, big dick deviants. You know what I'm saying? That was that was, uh, that was a little different. How would you know the size of? The various men's penises. That's that was a little strange for me, and and he says, you know, I guess he's tired of the retort of him only going at black actors, you know, black comedians, and and he says it's God side or day side, right? And my my issue with that specific quote is, who made Cat Williams God, like? <laughs> Like somebody tell me, um, who made this man God? Like, what is what is the what is the where's the where's the sign up? Where's the verification form? Where's the two step verification that he signs into and it takes him into the divine realm? I, I'm trying to figure that part out because how does he know after spreading contempt and malice that he's on God's side? And how does he know that he's the messenger to reveal these things? That's that's the thing that didn't quite like connect with me when he was saying that part. He's like, you know, it's God's side because he was really going against the retort of people saying he's only going at the black comedians, right? Now, to that retort, he addressed by saying, listen, I was not just going at these comedians. They mentioned my name previously and came here to spread lies. And that goes to the first clip that we played about him talking about allowing liars to be profane and basically go on platforms and and tell broad stories. But wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute, right? Those of you all that came from the school of Joe Budden podcasting, you know that's called just potting. I, that's what I thought. I thought people go to podcasts not to tell full truths and to pod for the entertainment factor of things. And I also f- thought that the guys that we are uh, discussing are entertainers. So isn't it their job to ensure that they entertain? Uh, that's that's the part that's kind of like different from me specifically. You know, um, I do think it's kind of foolish when you got black people, black entertainers, black actors. Just two weeks ago, man, we were just, people were talking about how Taraji P. Henson is not getting paid enough. You know, she was crying on TV after doing, you know, the color purple. I hope you guys have seen that. I have not yet. But she was, you know, crying how she's underpaid. She has a lot of staff. And the money that that she's getting doesn't really take care of her people. And, you know, there was not enough really on that agenda. Now, mind you, they just had a writer's strike, right? And after the writer's strike, she's there complaining about not getting enough money. Like, my thought was, well, what terms did y'all agree on? And were the black people excluded from the terms? 
Well, well, never mind. Going forward, right? We got now Cat Williams on Club Shay Shay talking for over two and a half hours of really not having questions, just a, a verbal tirade of storytelling and, and joke slamming and all of those great things that he does well. And there's not one mention of a black comic in a way where it's compensatory. You know, you know, he talked about Bernie Max. Bernie Mac is not here. He talked about Mark Curry. Mark Curry is here. And I see how he is speaking up for those artists. But first of all, those artists are grown men themselves. Bernie Mac is no here is no longer here. Uh, God bless and rest his soul. Y'all done forced his daughter to come out of the woodworks. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even know what his daughter looked like. And then forced her to come out of the woodworks 15 years after his death to, to now, uh, I guess, defend his honor and say what Kat is saying is true. And you guys are making that video to go viral. This one was minding her business and nowhere. Where is it where the white comedians, when they go at each other, the rock people going at each other, where is that on the algorithm where that pops up on my timeline is there all day? It's just like really weird to me on how just two weeks ago, we were hearing about during the holidays, how Taraji P. Henson barely has enough to pay her bills and how she needs more respect from the producers and directors that she's consistently doing all this work, but not consistently getting the payment. And then a couple of weeks later, you got this verbal tirade from another comedian saying, well, those guys that you stunk, you're just working hard. They stole, they stole and they didn't work hard enough. I'm the one that did the work. I'm the one that's doing blah, blah, blah. And they came on this platform to basically lie. Man. <laughs> I got another one for you guys that that he, uh, that that I really have to just, because at the same time, right, revisionist history is just part of the game, right? They're doing this in the schools. If you really want to, like, if you want to, like, talk about some revisionist history, and you want to do something about it? Let's start protesting at these schools. Let, let's 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 stop all the 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 rigor of mo over some some featured films, some music, some entertainment shit, and let's get to some real and start protesting at these schools for removing racial theory, not critical racial theory, racial theory, or or not not even racial theory, critical ideology of America. That has brainwashed people over a period of time against some indigenous and some enslaved ancestors over time and have left those same individuals to fend for themselves since that period of time. And they've been fighting and infighting ever since. Listen, you guys know that Meet the Innovators platform is not a platform where we we talk about gossip. We don't really do that here. You know, uh, of course, you know, I'm an individual that has always had some level of social commentary. You guys have followed the blog. If you subscribe to the Shim Gems, I've always had social commentary. Now we put it in audio form. And it's typically a response to what I've seen and how is that going to motivate us to the, to, to, to being our best selves? Or is that some information that's keeping us back? Right. But, but he has another quote I, want, I wanted to get to right here as well. Right. I think this is really dope. The best actor should be in the best role. So that's why, because when we released that clip and he said that, you responded because he said he was supposed to play Money Mike and you were supposed to play, play Santa Claus. An outright lie. So That he knows is a lie. So why would he say it? Because he's a liar. Nobody knows why liars lie. And that's why I had to come on the program. Cedric did the same thing. Cedric told you when you asked him, did you steal Cat Williams' joke? Yeah. He said, it don't line up. How it don't line up that I did it on TV in 2018? You came to see me at the comedy store do it in 2019 and then did it on the Kings of Comedy. Like, what doesn't line up? I, this is a televised joke that Mark Curry helped me punch up and get to the level that it was. The same Steve that went to go okay, watch yeah. Mark Curry do his whole sit. So that was dope right there where he breaks down. Cedric Entertainer 
basically saying it don't line up when he was approached about stealing a joke. So he's reprimanding Shannon Sharp for allowing liars and, and is still admitting that Shannon Sharp actually addressed, well, what about this? And he said, well, you allowed that. And Shannon, in his retort, just says, you know, dog, you know, I don't know the background history of comedian. I'm an athlete. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm basically individual that is, you know, looking to just get people on here to tell these stories. I can't refute or deny when I don't know the intrinsic details. I have to give individuals an opportunity to speak up for themselves, right? I got another one for you. Because it, it hit, man. It, he was hitting. He was hitting hard. And this one where he talks about Ricky Smiley. And and this is the reason why, I, you know, I'm not defending Ricky Smiley, but we got to keep things in context because, again, the things that Kat is discussing are almost a generation ago, right? Again, Bernie Mac died 15 years ago, right? 15 years ago, let's look at a 25-year-old. Subtract 15 years from it. They're five years old. You think the average 25-year-old has an understanding and knows the history of these comedians that he's discussing. When we don't have enough platforms where they can express themselves and show their true ingenuity. Right? So let's let's get to this, this, this final quote, and then we're going to move on. What he told everybody was, Cat Williams, and, and don't nobody know who he is? I'm on the radio. I'm with Stephen Said. Everybody know me. That's what he told everybody that would listen to on the set. That's the truth of the matter. He was so egregious, not now, then. He was so egregious that, and Hollywood has never heard this in a hundred years. He was so egregious, I put in my contract that I won't work with Ricky Smiley again unless he's in a dress. Now, what was Ricky Smiley's next movie? Was it First Sunday? Did he wear a dress in it? You bet he did. It's in my contract. Why would you put that in your put his kid now, contract? Is like, you know, why would you put that in his contract? Why would you put that in his contract? And I think that was a little more theater for him. Did y'all forget that Ricky Smiley's whole stand-up routine was the church lady? Did anybody, did, did we just forget that's what his whole stick was? Like, shout out to Chloe right here. Chloe want to get involved and have something to say to you guys. But did he, did, did we all just forget that Ricky Smiley's whole BT comic, comic view routine was the church lady? He would put on a dress. He was really one of the first people I've seen kind of do this before Martin, before Tyler Perry. He would put on a dress, old lady's wig, and he'll come out on the stage. And he, we forget he was hosting Comic View. He was hosting Comic View early. I was watching on BT as a kid. I'm old enough to remember this. He was hosting Comic View, and he would have segments where he would do the church lady, the church lady that reads the church announcements. And I'm like, did we all forget that that's how Ricky Smiley's claim to fame came to be? Did we just conveniently just forget all of that? Like, you're just going to let Cat Williams go up there and and basically do what he said was done to him. But he's saying it's they side or God's side. God does not move like they side. <laughs> you know what I mean? God is a God of peace and war. God exists in all. That is very true. I'm not going to doubt that. But God doesn't have to result to the tactics. God does not have to result to the tactics of what they, as he said, do. So I really thought that that was a real interesting um, thing to go back over. And I, and I want to ensure, like I said, that I did not give the same 
you know, rigor mode what people were saying. Because I first of all, I feel like a lot of people who did the podcast and whatnot really did not, um, really did not um, listen to the actual show. I think they just saw the clips. They went online and they went from there because I heard people saying, well, you know, it kind of, Shannon Sharp just kind of let him go. No, there's a couple of times Shannon Sharp interjected where he was like, well, we, I guess we don't need to give you no more liquor. Cause, and he was like, yo, liquor does not induce my, he was, he was trying to show that he was speaking from a sober mind. Cat Williams went there understanding what his mission was. And that was to refute everything that he heard to have a response. It was like a response disc record. Ludacris out here, he, he wanted to rap. That's cool, bro. Like, honestly, that was cool. We knew you could rap. We knew you could come up with really smooth things to to and string words together, bro. But that's not really what we what we what we were um signing up for, sir. But we we love you. We love you, dog. Luda. Luda. We love that. We love Luda. Give me applause for that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a you know, uh, what we what we gonna call this segment? What we call it, the pop culture segment? I guess I'm gonna call that. But you know, this this is a radio show. And we want to make sure we giving our our um our fans the music that they want to hear. You feel me? And sometimes you're gonna get music you may not have heard, but I know is dope. And I know it's dope because I got good taste. You feel me? And and. <laughs> Sorry, this is my show. <laughs> you feel me? And <laughs> this goes to another thing, y'all. I see you guys making announcements of the announcements, and I want y'all to stop that in 2024, right? I want y'all to stop announcing y'all about to do something because you got to urge. Like, we got to get rid of the the whole, once I create a logo, I got a concept. Like, you know, you don't have a proof of concept until you execute. I see a lot of y'all. I, I see a lot of y'all out there, and you know who I'm talking about. Where you you got a lot of talent. You should be doing some dope shit. But you've you got 50 things in the air and you're not great at any of them because you're not focusing doing the work. You're so focusing on making an announcement about the work. You feel me? Make an announcement when you've completed and tell them to go check it out. You dig? That's just some game. I've been doing this thing for a little while, y'all. So I'm always want to speak to the creatives and to the innovators and ensure that we're on the top of our game. Right. So I got I got some music for you guys just to kick things off right here at Meet the Innovators Radio on B100, presented to you by Substack and Zencaster. This song is called Dresser from a good friend and artist, friend of mine, the state of mind. Uh, no the in the front, but I call him the, the state of mind because he has the state of mind. You dig? Um, but this song was called Dresser. It came out, I don't want to say 2019, 2020. Um, it's a project that I worked on as well with him, um, on just the production and, and arrangement process and, and lending some vocals here and there, uh, giving a little creative direction. So, you know, make sure you guys tap in. This project is called The Forbidden Minds, Love, Lust, and Vibes by The State of Mind. And this song is called Dresser. Jim tapping in. You know what's going on? Got a nice story for you guys. Something in the streets that I've heard ripple through from a state of mind. Something about the forbidden love, lust. In vibes. Move all this out the dresser. She said, Yes, sir. It's time for us to make love. 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 Move all this out the dresser. She said, Yes, sir. It's time for us to make love. 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 Move all this out the dresser. She said, Yes, sir. It's time for us to make love. Time for us to make love. Time for us to make love. Move all this out the dresser. She said, Yes, sir. It's time for us to make love. Time for us to make love. 
But still, girl, you were hiding your curve, that nerd. You know where you're working, it is absurd. I don't know how you got here with me, but you know I must be. I'm here with the girl of my dreams, doing all of the nastiest things. We don't waste time, now she kissing on my face. There's a lot of clutter here, we should make some space. Move all this out the dresser, she said, yes sir. It's time for us to make love. 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 Move all this out the dresser, she said, yes sir. It's time for us to make love. Time for us to make love. Time for us to make love. Move all this out the dresser, she said, yes, sir. It's time for us to make love. 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 Move all this out the dresser, she said, yes, sir. It's time for us to make love. Time for us to make love. Time for us to make love. There you go, the state of mind, don't fall out of words. state of mind the intro featuring myself and the next track dresser and uh, i had a i had a fun time do you know working on that particular project you know it was one of uh the few projects i worked on um and my creative production time and uh you know i feel like it was uh, a cult classic you know what i'm saying and now you guys know about it in the area, I feel like we knew about it very well. You know, we still got some visuals to really get out. The coffee visuals out for that video. So you can go to YouTube and type in state of mind with a Y and hit coffee. And you're going to be treated to a visual journey and a visual story about an artist, you know, in love, really. You know, wanting to link up with a special particular person. And um, the love interest in that particular actual uh, video is um, Ami, you know, Ami Perrette. She she uh, she was a creative in our creative community in the Carolinas and, you know, had a lot of talent. And, um, you know, we tragically lost her um, about a couple of months after we tragically lost the mad artist and the mad artist the story of him is great the interview is up on youtube as well meet the innovators you know he was celebrating uh his you know his his ascension you know every beginning of the year and it's it's always really tough for me specifically you know i didn't really do anything special this year um and, and it's not because i didn't want to it's honestly because i just ran out of gas like you know i you know, like really, I've just been emotionally spent, y'all. Like, I don't, I don't know if uh, you guys understand the work that sometimes goes into being a creative and 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 trying to be a creative in the um, in the holistic sense, right? Like, and sometimes people believe like holistic individuals. Uh, we uh just walk on like this air cloud everywhere we go <laughs> like like we're oblivious to the world issues like we don't we don't have these particular type of issues internally going on we deal with mistrust we deal with failure we deal with uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry um we deal with all of that and um it's uh, how you deal with it internally and externally um makes it happen so you know i had a goal of 2023 to work on a documentary put it together and you know started getting like testimonial videos and you know his core friend friend uh friend group fans um were were open and were willing um however the family wasn't and 
there was a couple key close people that were, you know, uh, in retrospect that I that I assume were very close to them. Um, but due to how I perceived the responsiveness towards the ideas that we were pushing, you know, to this day, I don't feel very close. I don't feel like they were very close to him at all. And, uh, you know, there are certain people that I, I personally, um, pushed up or exalted or put on a pedestal in his honor. And I look back and I say, well, they may have been responsible for, you know, his demise, you know, honestly. And that's not true either, but that just tells you how much we haven't healed from it. Um, there's a lot of people I just look funny at now in the community um, that were my friends as well. But, you know, how this whole situation has been handled since, you know, his passing, I haven't been able to uh, come to the terms of these people could be good good people honestly um and they may be but it's just a lot of hurt um but you know we weren't going to supposed to get into all that there we were just talking about uh our friend uh the state of mind and that song dresser you know dresser is uh one of my favorite pro- uh songs on that project um emotions is really dope too trees featuring chemo which is dope as well there's there's a lot of dope stuff on there um, so yeah, moving forward, you know, uh, there was, there was a special tweet that I saw that I like to get to if I have, if I have your attention still, and I definitely appreciate having your attention. Like, you know, me and Chloe, we, we, we appreciate it. So Ian Schwartzman, right? Ian Schwartzman. I don't know too much about Ian Schwartzman. Right, I don't know him specifically. I just started seeing him pop up around Joe Budden, you know, in, in, the, in the photos, and just like a lot of people, you click on the profile, you do your quick internet research, blase, blase, blah. You start finding out that oh, this is a guy that's managing or assisting in Joe's management. So, and I and I believe it seems like since he's gotten that kind of visibility, he's taken more of a vocal and a proactive approach to educating creatives, artists, and musicians in the ways of business. Nothing wrong with that. But I, I, I like to get to a tweet that he uh, posted um, today. Uh, this is, we're, we're recording this on a Sunday, so this is uh, something he did actually late or early Sunday morning or Saturday night, however you want to spin it. The Cat and Shannon interview was great. 25 million views in 48 hours is even greater. But can you imagine how much bigger of a play it would have been if it was behind the subscription subscription platform that Shannon's had set up under his control? And, you know, you get responses. You get different responses. People saying that uh, we got one here from... The first response, his audience is not as niche and invested like Joe's fans. So obviously, they were going to compare Joe's experience and his experience with Joe podcasting to him commenting on Club Shay Shay. He said, Shannon did it the right way. The subscription thing is meant for super fans. That cat interview is for the people and meant to reach a worldwide audience quickly. He responds. I'm not disagreeing about Shannon's decision at all. I'm proposing a different way to look at it and value it. People like to twist all around because they are programmed to get defensive when something is said outside of the realm of their understanding. Now, I'm not going to go further because it's like a back and forth through all, you know, through all of that. And, you know, there's a response that I give that will break down. Um, the the issue that I have actually is Ian sometimes has the perception when I read these and I'm just, you know, let's just go to this last sentence. People like to twist it all around because they are programmed to get defensive when something is said outside of the realm of their understanding. 
that say that's a big ego statement, right? You can't you can't tell anybody what they're programmed to do, <laughs> right? Now you can say there is programming that has set this, but you can't really determine who is programmed to what. You really can't uh, fault people for moving on what they know, right? And anybody in any field, once they approach new information, when they've had a habit of doing things one particular way, you're going to be met with some resistance. That's just life. But to speak from a pedestal position, right? And speaking as if it's your formula that's going to show people success, right? You're talking about Club Shay Shay. This video had 25 million views. I'm sure it's monetized, right? I'm sure YouTube has a monetization that's in step with Club Shay Shay, right? Every app is still about getting users to stay on the app. So he was able to bring 25 million people for at least a minute. That's what you need. That doesn't mean 25 million watched the whole two and a half or more hours. We're saying they watched at least a minute. I'm going to say a minute and a half is the minimum to get a view. 25 million of people did that. And a, a, a percentage of that clipped it, put it online in different platforms. He's saying, what if Club Shay Shay had a paywall where... They would have to pay to see that. So $25 million times X amount to pay for it. And the retort is, well, he may not have gotten to that $25 million because the paywall. Once people see the paywall there, they turn the other way. Some people will still, still see the play paywall, pay for it, or subscribe, watched it, clip what they like, and post it on their free socials, and he's still not getting anything. I'm here to say there's not one way of doing this, and this is my retort to Ian, is that creatives, which what makes them creative is because they don't see the world like the typical business people do. And it's important that they stay free-minded. Shout out to Larry June. Hey, 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 sock it to me. You feel me? You dig? Yeah. You got to stay open to hearing from the creatives because the creatives are open to how they see the world. Now, if you're speaking from a space of business and you're, cons- you're you know, you're you're speaking down on the creatives or you speaking as if they the reason why you guys aren't successful is because you're not making X amount of dollars per year. You're gonna be you're gonna be barking up the wrong tree, and you're gonna do more harm than good, just because you're gonna turn the creatives off. Right? We're looking for assistance, not control. And some creatives are not even looking for money. Right? I heard some people. Uh, I saw some people retorting in there saying, "You know, this man's probably still eating off his NFL contract. <laughs> He's still eating off of his his NFL endorsements." And and he was like, "What? What was I talking about? Money? Like?" And that was kind of gaslighting when I saw him do that. It was like, all right, you kind of gaslighting because you mentioned a paywall. Paywall is, you know, there for the money. <laughs> so it is a money conversation. My retort was, of course, you could put it on Substack, right? You could put the same podcast on Substack, right? Put your RSS link in all these different podcasts. Whenever you put out a particular episode, as we do here on Meet the Innovators, you can lock it from going to the other platforms and keep it behind the paywall to unlock it maybe a week later so the free people can see it, right? I say that's what we're doing here because we want to start out our fan base in this particular manner. Now, the beauty of what we're doing here with Substack is the first three months here, we're keeping it free for all uh, for all listeners, for, for all subscribers, people who want to subscribe and listen to what we got going on. You can listen for free. And 
that's going to, I feel, open up the audience more. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to put that thing on consignment. You dig to see what's biting for folks to come back, and then they pay. Some people say, well, if you give it to them free out of the gate, they never going to pay. Uh, that's, that's true in some instances, but not true in all instances, in my opinion, right? My thing was put it on Substack and see what works, right? Use Substack as an opportunity for a platform to market your stuff amongst other listeners and readers. Make it free for a while and then let your readers and your listeners be walked into the paywall for you to say, you know, this episode is one of the last five episodes of free. If you want to see more content, I'm going to need you guys to subscribe. We're going to get more wild. Joe Budden, his success came from giving a lot of free content. Like, that Joe Budden TV and all of those things were not behind a paywall. The paywall thing came later. Patreon came later. So, you know... I, I, just is just a retort to a lot of the business people in the podcasting and the, a lot of business people that are venturing from business to this creative field. We want you guys to stay in mind that you're talking to individuals that see new paths and are willing to make the mistakes and lose money to carve a new path. Those are the innovators. Give it up for the innovators, y'all. some more music for you guys man want to um stay on stay on the distribution project from top shelf entertainment you know we just dropped this distribution project and it's i believe i want to say it's doing well you know what i mean i i want to say that i i'm going to say it's doing well right and uh you know i think you guys should hear it and if you have not heard it up to now if you haven't heard it yet shame on you Right? Shame on you because why haven't you heard it? You know what I'm saying? Why haven't you added this particular project to your playlist? As you can tell, I'm talking it through so I can find the track because you know I'm doing this by myself, guys. So you gotta you gotta sometimes give me a little a little grace. You feel what I'm saying? A little a little um a little breathing room. This is episode three. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure you guys can see the growth now. Like, let's not play like you don't, you don't know the growth is going on. Like, you don't see how we done really worked in, in the audio space. Shout out to Zencaster. And shout out to the tools that I've gotten from my great sister. But yeah, let's get to this music, though. Um, Like I was speaking about before. This is Be Me, Stand Up Tall. And it is on the Top Shelf Entertainment Distribution Project. Enjoy. Big B, she a big G. Let's go. Pull out of top shelf shit. Stuffing on nicks on my deals. Fingers itch, gotta pay me in blood. Cut those chick with my VV style. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the dopest of them all? That pressure built up a diamond. I'm five foot three, but I stand above on top of shit. Yeah, they gon' stand up and do what I say. So I scrap on these bitches like Lego my ego. Don't ask me about what I've been eating at my table. I've been popping shit. Popping up like single news in the morning. I do all this shit for the people before me. Feel good as hell. I can't let them destroy me. So it, nigga. My booty big. My pocket's thick Good, I'm his favorite dinner I mean, after all, I can fuck this nigga But after all, that's the fuck this nigga Send the bed like some trigger fingers Goes down, I don't really need him I'm a gorilla Escalita They like, hello, hello, hello Chinese frost, I'm like, hello Talking down to me when they on the floor But I'm up now, please, it just so I'm hollering at something to take off I've been working with it, getting laid off And my eight tomorrow's, I'm off the radar I'm firm on my business to spin low I put the B in bodacious like out on my trash You hating, just say it, that girl, I'm a mess Giving and bracing the way my cup Baby, that little baby, the way I'm behaving, baby, do we have a problem? Playing with fire, I like the show. Ain't never been scared to go toe to toe. Cause I promise, little baby, don't want no smoke. Feet, five, four, four, stuffing on 
no nicks on my Dior's. <gasps> Fingers, itch, gotta pay me in blood. Cut those chick with my VVs. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Oh, Who's the dopest of them all? Got pressure, built up a diamond. I'm five foot three, but I stand up tall. Oh. Up on top of shit. Yeah, they gon' stand up and do what I say. So I scramble these bitches like Lego my ego. Don't ask me about what I've been eating at my table. Oh. I've been popping shit. Popping up like some gon' news in the morning. I do all the shit for the people before me. Feel good as hell. I can't let them destroy me. Be me. Copy big rings with a couple of OGs in the big league. Doing big things on your big screen. Wear a big wig. Call a queen. Put on my chain. I'm the fucking diva. Spaghetti strip water. No aquafina. Big killer in the rap game. I'm very lethal. I'm the biggest problem on social media. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, we want to just shout out you guys for tuning in to this episode. And we got a little ad read information to give you all, because guess what? We getting sponsors now, dog. Give it up for us getting the sponsors. So this podcast brought to you by Substack. Make sure you tap in with Substack, substack substack.com for all your editorial and now podcasting needs. And also, I want to tell you guys about another, another, this is for the innovators, another tool to put in your toolkit for the people and the creators out there. And I'm talking to you about Zencaster. Zencaster, this is the first episode we're recording using Zencaster, right? We're using Zencaster because Zencaster is going to ensure that you sound your best. Have you ever worried what you sound like? Zencaster's post-production process makes your sound buttery smooth. It automatically removes those ums and ahs in your recording. It removes those awkward pauses in conversation, too. Set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with a click of a button. Right here on Zencaster, I picked it up because it was affordable to use. Obviously, we ain't we don't have the money just to be pouring into this particular project quite yet, but we're getting it off the ground, right? And that's with the help of Zencaster. So, how can you help me and how I help you? Well, you go to zencaster.com backslash pricing and use my code innovate, and you'll get 30% off your first month. Of any Zencaster paid plan. That's Zencaster Z E N C A S T R dot com backslash pricing. I want you to have the same easy experience I do for all my podcasting and content needs. And it's time for you to share your story, right? So, you know, like, you know, Zencaster's giving me the opportunity, you know, to to sound my best. And I want you guys to take the opportunity to do the same for you guys. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, I see some of you guys making an announcements about the announcement. Let's 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 stop doing it. When you stop putting nails into my my pants, Chloe. We're not going to do that either. All right, keep your claws out of my pants. My co-host is sometimes doesn't like to follow the directions that we keep in order here. But she's a great co-host and she's so cute. Yeah. But you guys go to Zencaster, use my code Innovate. Tell me you guys how you tell me how you like it. You're gonna get thirty percent off off any paid plan that you get. So of course, take advantage of this opportunity. This is for the innovators, for the creatives. Let's stop let's stop the announcements about being creatives and let's just be creative. You feel me? Like let's use the opportunity. A lot of you guys have a lot of talent. Where talent meets preparation, success beams out. Right. Give me a give me yeah, 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 for sure. So yeah, this episode right here, this episode three. I hope you guys share it. You know, I really appreciate. Leave some comments. Let's 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 get into what you guys want me to talk about, right? Leave a comment. Um, share it on the notes page. Join Substack yourself. Let's start something, right? Tell people like, yo, I got through this space because of Shem, right? And Shem, Beat the Innovators Podcast, got me here. All, what he says, one major tie lifts all boats. Yeah, I think that that happens with creators. If if we work together, we can create one big tsunami and, and lift all the boats, right? You know, nobody has to swim. So make sure you guys go to zencaster.com backslash pricing and use my code INNOVATE. 
and you'll get that 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid paid plan. So that will definitely take you guys to the next level. So I want to just tell you guys, like, it's it's been a pleasure on this ride. You know, we talked about different little things and we uh, we just broke down the other side of how we look at things, right? Like, you know, everybody's running for the fastest click and we don't really have people being thoughtful, right? Just like, just let's, let's step back and be a little more thoughtful what's going on here, right? Because the media, they're going to do whatever it takes to, I, in my opinion, Conspiracy Shem, his hat is on now. Conspiracy Shem checking in. Y'all, y'all rocking with Conspiracy Shem? Okay, y'all gonna get that. Conspiracy Shem, I feel like there is an agenda in place to, you know, degradate um, and to keep, keep, uh, ostracize a particular community of individuals. And I believe that's anybody that's non-white. <laughs> really in, the, you know, at the bottom of that pecking order, um, the fact we even have a term called pecking order, is black men. Historically, it's been black women, but I believe capitalism found that, you know, helping black women, you know, is good for the country. So somehow they've, you know, gotten moved up. Not more respect, because we just talked about Taraji P. Henson talking about not getting paid. Okay, so, like, obviously, there's still a mountain to climb. Um, But what are we doing to help each other, right? What are we doing to help each other? How are we, how are we helping one another, right? So I want us to, to think on that. And think on, you know, how I, I do like what Cat Williams said when you talked about the liars, right? Because I've, I've, I've had to deal with the past year, you know, reputation, dealing, dealing with uh, the, the feeling in the air, you know what I'm saying? That someone is saying something about me and just picking up the vibe that people aren't being honest, right? And then once I just, not just, not just like sitting with that and then start spreading lies myself, but actually sitting with that and then going to the person in question and addressing it and just seeing how they're having a tough time answering things, right? And that dishonesty is soul shattering. It does do something to you, right? And you want to defend that honor. You want to make sure, ah, they, nah, this can't be said about me. Nah, I ain't, nah, I ain't going for that. And that's cool. But you'll be fighting that fight your whole life. Because people make up things all the time, especially about people they admire. I'm just going to say that. People make up things all the time, especially about people they admire. Remember that time in school where the, where you was hanging with, with your partner and he or she would brag about having sex? I'm like, yeah, I popped that dog. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I made that happen. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Like, yeah. <laughs> so they was lying. <laughs> we found out a lot of times that they were lying to make themselves look, you know, more embellished and, you know, more whatever, 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 more cool. And it's still happening today. So when you're getting a story about someone that is not in the room, right? And you're, you're, if you're on the side that you say that you are, question it then. Has this been discussed with said party? If they knew that this is how you were speaking about them, how would they react? And then see, you're not you're not listening for a response. You're looking for a reaction. If a person gets defensive, if they start uh, backpedaling, if they start getting flustered, if, if if they're having a difficult time articulating, then you know, I got a bullshitter on my hands. 
I got a bullsitter. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of y'all be on that bullshit, yo. This like bullshitty bulldaggery. So, you know, I I really want, you know, us to come to the knowledge of love, right? To show love to one another. We don't have to agree, but show love, dog. Like I had I had a tumultuous time a couple summers ago with this same le- this is this is what we call story time with Shem. <laughs> um where my integrity and uh my value was being it was being questioned by individuals that I did previous work with that asked me to be involved in said work with individuals that I'd done content and creative projects with before there was a wave in fame. And I'm sitting in front of these individuals that I'm assuming were my colleagues and friends. And I found out that was farther from the case. And it bothered me, dog. It bothered me to a point where it it turned my energy. And it made me very um standoffish from the creatives from my original style. Because I was like, you know, you guys are gonna allow this particular kind of rumors and things to go through. And and I remember just at the time, like the people I expected to speak up for me. You know what I mean? Like, yo, because in this space, I would speak up for you, right? And it was not happening. And I had to stand back and say, oh, this is only happening to you because they truly admire you. Because they truly know what you bring to the table. And they're just hoping you don't know. Get boo for that, dog. Because guess what? Guess what? No one can move me from the value I know I bring. So, you know, we're just going to get back to the music. We're going to close the show out. Again, this this episode has been brought to you by Substack. Top Shelf Entertainment Display Marketing, where you can get all your social media and digital marketing needs done. Be seen. Be 100. Yes, sir. And Zencaster. Shout out to Zencaster. Make sure you guys go click the link in this particular article. And it'll take you right to getting your Zencaster paid plan. And use the code INNOVATE right there in the coupon. And get your 30% off your first paid full free month. Paid month, not paid full free. Yeah. So we got some more music to close out the show, man. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. It's been a it's been a business. I just been enjoying myself. Like we're getting better and better at this every every episode. You know, I appreciate you guys being on with me with this audio journey. We are still flying this plane while we build it. And guys, send me some topics. All right, send me some topics. You can comment on this particular article. Shoot me some links, um, and I'll post my email address in. The particular description so you can send me some stuff and i like to feature it on the show it'll of course be screened we want to make sure it's independent music and everything has been cleared and whatnot uh, so again we want to thank you guys for your time we're going to close things out with some trill a this one's called back in off the tse distribution project volume one let me talk to him. They already know how I'm stepping. Top chef team with them rapping. I kill them, then send them my blessings. I might fuck with them, then leave that boy desperate. Pretty impressive, but I'm about them presidents. Wanna see a bad bitch? I'm the reference. I'm on the road to the paper, my residence. Saying I bless them, this pity is heaven. Keep trying to get with me, so what you gonna do for me, babe? When I walk they parade, they all in check. I cut checks on the day and just like a flex, man, gotta show every day. I'm up ahead on my way to the back end, trying to run off the.
be back, they calling me chill, I'm the baddest attraction, it's trill, and bitch, and I'm back, and I'm running like I never left, I'm on a separate agenda, a different platform, cause your career short like a tire, I gave you bitches some time, y'all really ain't do shit, I digest the back on some new shit like bitch, I keep the flame cause I'm too lit, my diamonds stay sprouting like too lit, see, I'm trying to make it to Hollywood, bitches be playing like Dollywood, I'm in his head like a Mollywood, you know he provide good shit, get rocky, we smoke him like Britney and Bollywood, huh?